Like pineapple, Jamie. Pineapple? Pineapple. Not a fan of pineapple, Steve. We're a fan of pineapple. No. We're not a pineapple on pizza. Right, I have a pan. No. <laughs> pineapple on pizza, no. No. Oh, what about you? can have pineapple on ham. Oh, nice. Man, you can have pineapple with savoury. You can have pineapple as a dessert. Bit of custard with pineapple. Nice. This podcast is sponsored by Pineapple, the versatile fruit. Very rarely planned, those. Yeah, I think if it, our regular listeners will know, we were absolutely scraping the barrel in terms of being unplanned for this week's the sponsor. Tin. Scraping the tin. Scraping the tin. But pineapple there you go. That's tin. Tin. Slices. You could have slices. That's the other thing I didn't go on with pineapple. Oh, could have gone yeah. on more. Chunks. Chunks, slices in juice or syrup. Or a house. I've never been a syrup one. A I've house. Oh, SpongeBob lived in a pineapple. Did he? Who lives in a pineapple under the sea? SpongeBob SquarePants. Do you know what? I wouldn't have been. I wouldn't. Have, if that was a quiz question, I wouldn't have got that. Which I was know? never really into SpongeBob SquarePants. Oh right, no, I remember never the really. first time watching that when it came well, on. Now you sing it, it seems right, but I, you, you could replace that with it. He lives in a pear under the sea. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go. That's no. not right. But it was a pineapple under the sea. Yeah, with Mr. Krabs. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and his mate Squidward. It's actually a very good. I, I mean, it is. A, if you sat there with kids or you got grandkids and you're sitting yeah. there, it's the sort of program that you could actually just giggle to. You know, as right, in it's not yeah. too baby like. There's a lot of funny jokes. See, in the there. Simpsons always been like that for me. Yeah, same. It entertains on all levels, but SpongeBob SquarePants. Oh yeah. I don't. I don't even know. What kind of humour it is? Is it like Simpsons? Then? Silly. Just no, daft. Simpsons is a lot more adult. What's on the show? Okay, sorry, sorry. It's all right. Just that drift. I was just getting educated. Last week we were very um, efficient in our introduction. This week we've gone back to our normal routine. Two minutes fifteen. Let me tell you, we'll be discussing the burning issue of the week. Are we undergoing a midlife crisis, me and you, Jamie? Do you think? Why? Well, I think it was Dr. Kevin who told us a while ago. We're, we're beyond middle, aren't we? Early late life crisis. Is this because you're, you're painting? Well, it's to do with my painting and even built furniture yesterday. Oh, I like that. Yeah? Yeah. So, and, and then you did something as well this week that made you think that you were getting old as well, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we'll come to that later on. Uh, Jamie's typo error. Can we discuss that? Oh, that was savage, wasn't it? <laughs> it was very funny. I witnessed it as well. That I was, was in the savage. room as you sent it. To savage. This, <laughs> <laughs> uh, my dog walking disaster oh no which is a is a very funny story actually and when it happened i went no anyway our personal moments of panic when interviewing as well we'll discuss them jamie's it was when you interviewed some rugby players yeah and me when i interviewed like let's leave it as a teaser a huge a sir a, cele a sir you've mentioned celebrity. him on the show before i have mentioned him many many times a lister right He's only supposed to blow the bloody doors off. That's a bit of a clue. Oh, right. Okay. Half Garnet. Yes, him. That's the fella. Also, when is a chip not a chip? There's a lot to try and squeeze into this show, mm. is what I'm saying. Plus all the usual features. Royal Proclamation, What's Trending, Rock by Baby, and a clothing forecast. Forecast. But right now, Jamie, you look <laughs> like you're in a right old mood. Well, Steve, uh, I may have mentioned this in passing in, in over the year that we've been doing this show. Yeah. But um, 
A lot more events. They're trying to cut costs on the dinners. So cut courses to keep the ticket price the same because the cost has gone up to the hotels and restaurants. Well, tin pineapples then for dessert. Yeah. you mean? But what they're trying to do now is still keep it three courses, but use cheese and biscuits as as dessert. As dessert? Actually, dessert says... No, that's an added bonus in anyone's book. So let's just say, if you are putting an event on, cheese and biscuits comes after the dessert. You should advertise it as a two-course meal now. With cheese and biscuits. Oh, what? But what, just, what next canapes for starters? I know. Well, it just plays right into my hands as a comedian because when I, by the time I get up and I always go, I was at a dinner last week. Well, I say dinner last week. We got an actual dessert. Brilliant. <laughs> okay, not the fraud. That is cheese and biscuits. Um, the, the only time that works is when it's a big, you know, you get a platter for the table. Yeah. Big chunks yeah. of cheese. After the yeah. dessert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, like you say, it's usually after. Plus, as well, yeah. the other week I noticed that this was doing a, a, at a golf club. You know mm. what they, you know what they didn't, and it was noticed because the the clientele were more elderly. You can yeah. say elderly, definitely was. Yeah, not, that's not a negative, but they were sharp eyed. They noticed there was no mint chocolates brought round with the coffee. All right. That they was always a thing, away. wasn't it? So that did they? Oh, dear. Uh, oh, there you go. There we go. Uh, as in, or as always, my phone rings in the middle of the. Yeah, that's that's such a busy man. Such a busy man. Well, I think you do it on purpose. No, but no, there do you, you ever go. get trifle as a dessert? Can I just ask? Very rare. I've ever told you my. I've ever told my story that delivering trifle for me mum's seventieth. Yes, you did. When all the, all the things are in the footwell. <laughs> yeah. In the car. Awesome. I'd say the, uh, most, back popu- to the most popular desserts yeah. are the simple ones. Cheesecake. I'd say, I'd say the most popular ones. Yeah, that cheesecake. You see, cheesecake, yeah. apple pie, sticky stuff pudding. Stuff that can be made massively and served en masse. That's me. And then for starters, I suppose, do you still get a prawn cocktail? Do you, do you get many prawn cocktails? Very rare. Days? I'd say top three in terms of popularity. Served on, uh, that, that salad always goes off, doesn't it? On a prawn cocktail. Not you, off, but it goes soggy. soggy. You would say um, soup still up there. Oh, still up there. Because they can pull that from a jug. Is it usually uh, Stilton? Is a broccoli and Stilton? Broccoli and Stilton. Popular. Tomato. Oh, really? A tomato yeah. soup is, is quite high up on the on the circuit. On the, po- on the, on the after dinner circuit, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. What was your other question? No, so, so I was just curious. I, I suppose main course, we've got a good touch on main course then. What so we're establishing oh, no, cheesecake. The different soup. No, you went for the, the style of soup. So, so it would be yeah, broccoli. Oh, pâté's in there as well for oh, soup. Oh, of course, pâté. Not a pâté fan. Yeah. I, I, do you know, do you know, I do like pâté. I do like it. But what does put me off at those events is when you get to a venue and we quite often we're coming through the kitchen or what. You know, you've got a, some back route into the venue or whatever. Not for me, Steve. Straight not, through the front door. Yeah, well... Red carpet. Well, you don't have to worry about being hassled, do you? Anyway, <laughs> so I, as I've sneaked in through the kitchen, you see them all, them, you know, them racks. Yeah. And you go, that doesn't look good. Any food left out, you know, like an hour before the event, you're going, yeah. nah, that's not right, that. Um, served up immediately. Main and courses. Yeah. It's the chicken. classic. Chicken. Ch- chicken's number one. Chicken with a, with a, a simple... Like what, the Jew, simple Jew, yeah, or gravy. Uh, yeah, got a grit, just not gravy. messing around. Right, just, okay. It's just straight. It's always gravy. Just a gravy. Yeah, I'd say ninety percent of the time, just lashings of gravy. They're not lashes. classy events, you do, are they? They're just not. They're... Well, yes, very classy, Steve. Very classy. Wow. 
cloth. I don't think you'd have a you'd have a you you'd have a you cloth. It wouldn't be a gravy. Well, last, last Monday, the yeah. menu said lashings of gravy. All that right. That See that working man's club. That was a golf club, was it? Yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, so it'd be chicken and then beef. Uh, there, there you mean two really chicken yeah. and beef, aren't they? If you're going to a, an event, yeah, very rare does it ever. My favourite ones went to pie. Mm. pie. They did a cottage pie last week in um, Bertie's in Halifax. It was embarrassing. Why? So small, it was tiny, like little individual ones. Come in a pot. Oh, right, like, yeah. Come in a pot. Always too hot. hot. A pot. Very hot. In a on a plate that you've got to scoop it out. Mm. Think, mate. Because there's no easy way, is there, for a cottage pie? See, I don't get that. I ate it the other week with um, beans. You know, when you have a breakfast, they bring them in a separate little ramekin of beans. With oh, it. some people have a phobia about the beans touching the yeah, eggs. Yeah, I know. I know. I know a few people like that. Yeah, not me. But um, Barca Jim, funny enough. Was, was he? I was at, with breakfast with him and Justin Morris the other week, and he, he was obsessed with the, the Don't bring me. But then he, he said, I won't have the beans. And then I got angry because... The beans came in a ramekin. I said, you could have had the beans and I could have had them. Right. That's frustrating. Yeah. That's frustrating. Should we move on? Because I feel like we're just waffling at the moment, Jim. But cheese and biscuits, is, you, is, that, that, is was, that what, you, that was, what your gripe was? Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. See Aldi this week. Classic. What? Aldi. Aldi. And I've been, flip-flops. In, I've been in an Aldi this week. Well, they're not flip-flops. They're called sliders, aren't they? Or they've right. gone for it, Steve. Right. You know, after um, Kevin the Caterpillar with the, the fight with Marks and Spencers. Yeah, yeah. Or they've upped the game, haven't oh, they? Go on. They've got these sliders with three little lines on and they've called them Aldi Das. <laughs> <laughs> that is good. Aldi Das. That is good. Now, they've got them out there, I'm pretty I'm sure. The, the, it's stripes, isn't it? The Their symbol. It's like a three stripe yeah. A, isn't it? So is that what's on them? Is that the three stripes? I would imagine, but Aldi Das. Do you reckon there's a guy? In an office in Aldenia. Where is he? I should know. I should know. It's German, isn't it? It's a German company. Yeah. And do you reckon there's a guy just sat in an office who just sole job is to think of puns to related to Alden and what they're going to go into next? Do you know what I mean? It's tricky for Adidas to do this, isn't it? Because you fight a supermarket that... You know what I mean? You know, by the time they fought them, because they don't want to go to court, no, they'll pull out of court no, and they'll just go, oh, all yeah. right, never mind. No, they won't. They, they, in anything, it, it boosts... Things like that boost either brand, don't they, really? I think so. So Because if you want Adidas... You've got you to laugh it up, haven't you? Uh, when I was a kid, they had a four-strike pair of traders oh, yeah. called Nicks. Right. Right, and he's, uh, and the, the, the phrase at school was, if you can't afford Nike, get Nicks. <laughs> but it was Nick. They just called it Nicks. Instead of Nike. He said it probably, but they had four stripes on. All right, yeah, I was going to say, yeah, I remember them. So what we do, you'd, quite often if you've got a four stripe, if your mum bought you some trainees that have four stripes on, you'd just... You'd, From a distance you get away with it, well, you'd just, get close enough to count. You'd just get some um, boot polish and you would actually just dart, <laughs> you'd actually just paint one oh, stripe one out. one stripe. Just paint Before one. the edge of Sharpies. Just you paint a bit just like that. Just keep layers of boot polish. Mum, you've washed me tracky top. I'm going to have to boot polish it again now. Yeah. So your mates Brilliant. would always see. You know, they, from a distance, you wouldn't know. Very funny. There you go. Shall I tell me a dog walking disaster? Oh, yeah. So I'm um, out walking the dog, as you do, and he does his business. Oh, why? What's he doing? Signing up some shares and stocks? Yeah, not that kind of, the kind of business that a dog does. Oh, yeah. But the business 
From his business end. Oh, okay. okay. Anyway, this business is right near it, a little hedge. I bend down. So, as you do, you put your hand in the inside of the poo bag. You do? Right. Up, well, you, well, you put your hand through the poo bag, don't you? And then you, you, you reverse it to pull it. Uh, yes. You know what I mean? So, oh, yeah, there's so a I'm style. I'm picking up in the, in the traditional manner. And as I put my hand through to grab the turd, what I realised, well, I didn't realise until it happened, he'd done his business by a thorn bush. Oh. And my finger went straight, it, well, the thorn, first of all, went straight, pierced the bag. Oh. This is the key. It must have pierced the bag because it went straight into the end of, end of my finger. I went, ow! What's your, need, what's your immediate reaction when you break your finger? Yeah. No, ah! no, 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 you didn't. <laughs> You stuck your finger in your mouth after doing that. It's instinct, isn't it? No. So I'm there with the poo bag on. I went, ow! And had you touched the business? I just got a little bit of pause where I just went, oh my God! Had you touched the business? Well, yeah, because you've got <laughs> oh. I've been thinking about it. You might have to get a tetanus. And then I carried it around really because because I'm thinking there's a tiny hole in that bag as well now. Have you have you had a tetanus shot? Uh, no. You know how you get paranoid I'll about. Be all right. You know how you get. I'm feeling a bit woof this morning. <laughs> you know how you get paranoid about medical issues. Yeah, I know. I'd seriously get that tested. I'm gonna, I'm I'm living in your head. Well, listen, if, if, I start, this one. if I start sniffing your ass, then um, yeah, then phone for help because it means I've been severely affected. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Lie down. Don't chuck anything. Lie down. <laughs> <laughs> I wondered why like, when you walked I in. I think about that for a bit of stand-up routine. But there must be other comics must have done it. In fact. Yeah, but when you walked in before, you yeah. said, "Can I have a biscuit." <laughs> <laughs> it's the first thing I said, wasn't it? There you go. Oh. <laughs> go on, you're thinking of stand-up. Bit, you know, well, you know when people say there must be stand-up in this, where people say, "Oh, man's best friend is his dog." And I've got, having got a dog, I can tell you the last thing you want from your best mate yeah. is someone who is constantly around you. Imagine if you had a best mate. He was your best friend. You. Yeah. Imagine if you, just every time I saw you, went, hey, are we going to have something to eat? Uh, no, no, we're going to go have something to eat later on. All right, okay. What about now? <laughs> no, I've just said, we're going to have something to eat later on. Okay. Now, no, I've just said. Okay, I'll follow you around the kitchen then until we get something to eat. I'm not, we're not having anything to eat! Okay, shall we go out then? Shall we go out? No, we're not going out yet. We'll go out for a walk later, all right? What now? No, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's not what you want from a best mate, is it? So whoever space. said a man's best friend is a dog? Yeah. Wrong. Does Janet not like that, that phrase? Is she your best friend? No, she's not. I, well, I don't think we're no, not. I was going to say, what you need to do is put... Soulmates, um, aren't we? <laughs> Janet... Yeah. Gino in the boot oh, of your yeah. car. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And go off for eight hours and come back and open the boot and see which one's pleased to see you. There you go. <laughs> it's a good one. I got in with the joke there, didn't you I? Did, you I got, sorry. You got me. I didn't even expect you to get me with that one. Absolutely brilliant. By the way, I keep talking about going out with the dog. I keep meaning to ask you. Yeah. Have you, since we went on my well, on our 5k run the other week, oh, I. have you been keeping up your fitness? Uh, well, I've been walking every day. In right. fact, I went for a walk this morning, didn't I? Well, that's good. It's good to... I'm just yeah. thinking, um, I'm a bit worried for you. I think you should keep up your fitness. Why? You could start by doing lunges, right, every day. That'd be a huge step forward. Lunges? Oh, I just got it. Yeah. 
Yeah, you just squeezed the dad joke <laughs> in, haven't you? Squeezed the dad joke in there. Lunges. And you nearly missed it. Oh. You were too quick. It's good though, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> very good. Very good. You Thank did you very me. much. Thank you very much. You did There's me. another one later on, later on. Oh, is there? Yeah. Right, hopefully. Right, let's Don't see. Worry. That's funny. Do you want your music? Yeah, go on. All right, let's see. Hey, this week. Mm. Again, I think it's easy now, but I've got I've gone. But you always think it's. I know, easy but I've gone global superstar. Where are you getting them all from? This is an anthem. Where are you, so this is, is Rockabye Baby, a classic song, rock or pop. Are they easy to access? Could anyone in the access? style of a baby tune. This is a big Steve. Right, right, give me the earphones. Let me have a listen now. So let's just see. All right. 15 seconds with it. There you go. What do you reckon? That's really minimal at the end. That's a very hard one. It's not. It, it, as soon as it, as soon as I you tell you, it, uh, you say, did you say rock anthem or? As soon as I tell you, you'll go absolutely yeah. Play it again. I've got right. to hear it again. One last go. I'll be quiet. There it is. That's the big bit. I'm really getting bad at these. That is a massive... Everyone's at home now screaming, just going, I can't believe you haven't got that absolute banger of a song, by the way. That is massive. Huge. Huge. Give me an era. Uh, I'd say that was 90s. <laughs> 90s? Yeah. Singer was a... a Pop rock icon. Very short. Very short. Very short. Massive. Very short, very short, massive. Short in stature, massive around the world. Yeah. A 90s singer is oh, short. I, yeah. Yeah. His name was very popular as a dog name probably in the 80s. Rover. It wasn't Rover. Rover. It wasn't Rover. Butch. No. Keep going. <laughs> You'll get there. Shep. No. Prince. <clears throat> the song I this week. I, is my hero Prince? It's not a Prince song. It's Purple Rain. No. Listen. Purple Rain. Purple Rain. Oh! <laughs> Oh my word! Oh god, that was well hard! It was good though, wasn't it? That was very good. Yeah. But as soon as, as, soon as you got it, you got the song, didn't you? You yeah. knew straight away. Best act I've ever seen live, by the way, ever. You've seen him? I saw him live a couple Where? of times. Oh, at, at GMX back in the day. Was it? Oh, it was brilliant. Do you know the thing about Prince? What? Well, people don't. People who don't. I weren't big fans of him, just see him as a little bit weird and a bit very clue. You know what showman. I mean? Showman. Showman. Well, that was the point. He was a showman all the time. But when you went to his gigs, it was as if he was in a room with his mates and he could relax. He was relaxed on stage. As a result, you'd chat to him and you could genuinely feel like you'd go, Hey, Prince, should we have a drink? Ah, yeah, come on, I'll have a drink. Did you speak to no, that's what I mean. He gave off that aura oh. of he would be approachable enough to his fans, but to anyone else, he was this showman image. But 
on stage, like I said, he was suddenly in his comfort zone, and the, it, honestly, it was just brilliant. Oh. <clears throat> and it was a very good one, that, Jamie. Thank you, mate. Excellent. Excellent work. Um, what's about what's trending? What is Should trending? Should we do what's trending before I do my Royal Proclamation? Oh, I've got a Royal no. Proclamation. Go on, then. Don't do my Royal Proclamation. <coughs> what is it? I've turned down an invite to Buckingham Palace. Have you? Yeah. Ten days after after the coronation as well. Ten days after King Charles is crowned. Yeah. I've had an invite to a garden party. Go on. And I've got... I've, right. Someone follows you up and said, it's on a Tuesday afternoon. Do you yeah. fancy coming to... I'm going. Yeah. What are the chances? I've got a gig... On a Tuesday afternoon. For who? In somewhere in Telford for some... Well, older. you're not going. Um, I am. No, I'd just say to the gig, I'm going to the Buckingham Palace. Who's the gig for? I don't want to let these people. It's for uh, Help the Aged. Help the Aged? Yeah, it's a, something like a fundraising gig. Oh. So I don't want to let them down. Right. And I'm thinking, well... Joe, it doesn't matter, Steve. Come another time. So why did you get chose to go to the garden? Because party? I did a I did a gig the other week at the Grand Theatre in Blackpool. Do you oh. remember I did a for the Unforgotten Charity, so uh, veterans, right. handy veterans charity, and I did this gig. And they said on the night something about so oh if you do this gig you know you you get invited we we all go down to Buckingham Palace to have a big party for the for the charity. I went all right, didn't think much of it, and then I got a message yesterday going it's on the sixteenth of May. Can you come? And I'm going, I don't think I can. So I don't tell my wife. Don't tell Janet that she's had an invite to Buckingham Palace. And she I can't. don't think I'd go. Would you go? Actually thinking about it. I'm not. Do you know what? I reckon there's probably about 5,000 people just stood Yeah, in the well, field. that's what I'm wondering. It's probably just, you know, and he'd probably pop out. Go right. And I bet my you. My rosebushes. Don't damage his garden. I bet you the lager's not great. No, they, you know I don't I mean? know. They're not going to give you a pint glass in I, I think, I, the I Palace bet, Gardens. I, I bet there'll be a lot of queuing for a buffet. It's a garden, but it's going to... I mean, I like a bit of crust on the bread as well. I bet they cut the crusts off at the Palace. Yeah. Won't they? There'll be, them tri there'll be triangle. Did you get an invite by uh, letter? Did you ever think that when you were a kid? What? If your mum cut... You knew you were having, <laughs> you were having posh friends round. If your mum cut the bread into triangles. Oh, yeah. And cut the crusts off. Yeah, yeah. All them crusts that went wasting back in the day. I remember we had a very fancy uh, buffet once at the uh, at a pub, which mm. we used to play football for. Yeah. And we had a night match, Tuesday night, at the Rec. It's called the Rec, REC. Yeah. And we've come... And normally we'd just get like sausages and chips and gravy and a bit of bread. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, he was looked after us, the fella, you know, bit of, bit's a bit of food after the match, uh, have a pint and a chat. You know, hey, oh, Steve, this one day he, he went for the triangle, but he gave us, he gave us even little desserts as well. We thought we would be, we thought we'd be in Well Street. And we said, well, what's happened here, Ian? He went, um, it was all left over from the funerals. <laughs> And I was going to thought some some guy wasn't as popular as he thought. Did you know, I thought we can't eat people. No one so eating dead man's food. Eating funeral food. Oh my word! Although I I still to this day believe that my golf clubs are cursed by a man that got very angry at golf. Why are they dead? No, was he dead? Do you inherit well, them? Or his clubs yeah. were in the boot of his car while his car was in for the service. 
and uh, obviously he never went back to collect the car. Eventually, the wife came and said to the guy at the garage, "Just want to buy this car off me because I, I don't need it." You know, it just yeah. and he went, "Yeah." And she went, and he went. There's some golf clubs in the boot. And she went, if you could sell them to anyone that wants them. And I've been carrying the case of the dead man's golf clubs around oh, for all these years. Oh my word! Yeah. Talking about the triangle sandwiches, by the way. Yeah, I, I do live a little twitch like because one of my most spectacular deaths on stage was after after. It was a, a rugby club, fun enough. Right. Which will link us nicely into another piece we're going to discuss in a short while, but. Um, I was at a rugby event up in Cumbria and they said it was after dinner. Yeah. I mean, we've already discussed dinners. Yeah. You get a proper three course, even if, listen, mate, just having cheese and biscuits for dessert would have been a welcome blessing at this rate if it was a proper, the after dinner, I sat, I went in and I thought, well, there's nothing been served yet. This is going to go on a bit tonight. Next thing is this door opens, a bloke walks in with a stack of, trays you know with the, with the plastic on like you can get from one of these cash and carries best dinner right, ever so it triangles with the fish and chips puts them on each of the plate no 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 the trays were the tray was triangle cut sandwiches he put uh, oh. a tray on each table and there was piling and then one of the speakers on after right that was the dinner after right. dinner after butty more like and you died on did you have a death well, main, uh, there is a caveat to this. The, re the blooming reason I died of that. So all this happens before I go on. There was an interview with two players. Yeah. One called Sam Tompkins, is he called? Yeah, Wigan. Wigan. And Sean something or other. McLaughlin or something. Yeah, Sean McLaughlin. Right. Them two were being interviewed on stage. Sounds, so like, they a very, got uh, sounds like a very easy gig, to be honest with you, Steve. Oh, I don't well, know why you've, oh, why you've, oh, oh, why you've right. let this go. Just hang on. Just let me finish, right? To see how you'd have caught up to this one, right? So these guys go on. They get interviewed for half an hour. Yeah. They then conclude by saying, right, we're going to be at the back now. We'll sign in autographs and stuff if you want it. Well, we bring the comedian on. Oh, I that's went, a bit what? savage, isn't it? Not only that, they handed me the microphone. I went, what? I... It went off. Total power cut. My music cues didn't work. Everything went off. And oh, I no. eventually left 20 minutes later to the sound of, did they sing it? Did they sing to you? Yeah, I joined in, to be fair. I've done that I before. Could, I, I mean, you're not, are you? You're not hurt if... You don't have a microphone, you don't have your music, and you I've don't get introduced been, properly, and there's people signing autographs at the back. That's I've been at an event that's been so unplayable that I've faked the mic going off. I just keep flicking oh, the switch. Oh, brilliant. I, every time yeah, I just, just go, and I just switch it off, and I go, mate, your mic's broke. And then they come towards me, and I switch it back on, I hand it to them, and go, no, it's working now. And then as soon as he gives me back, I switch it off and go, <laughs> I go, come on, mate, I can't, what am I, I can't do this here. What, I mean, what, you're going to have to get some, yeah. and they go, oh, go, just cut it, we'll just do the raffle. Mm. I go, thank you very much. <laughs> I do something similar with juggling. I just keep dropping the clubs. I said, these, they, what these? Slippy. Gravity in them. Slippy. Just put the gravity in these. Oh, well. Hey. Yeah, go on. There's all this. Can we, should we start to go through some of the stuff that we said we were going to do, well, talk let's do, about? Let's do typos and right, rugby well, players. Yeah. Let's so, follow it on from your rugby player. Yeah, yeah. I'll do my... So I did Warrington Wolves right. uh, versus Lee Leopards right. the other week. So I was working in hospitality, doing mm. some pre-match interviews, post-match interviews, all that. Hey, brilliant club. Absolutely fantastic. And a great I've night, I've driven past it many a time. So 
I'm not the biggest rub in terms of rugby knowledge, but it's You're not the it, biggest, Jamie. No, in any sense. But anything like that, I do enjoy. So I thought, right, well, as long as I know, they tell me a couple of days before who you're going to interview, and I'll do my research. It's only a little bit of time. Rugby players are always great. Fine. I've got these two players. One's about 30, one's about 19. So even if they walk in, because what you've got to be careful of, at the start of the season when they do the website pictures for the player profiles, sometimes they can look a little bit different. They may have shaved their head, oh, grown yeah, a beard. Yeah, yeah. You know, all okay, that yeah, sort yeah, of stuff yeah. goes and or took a beard off. Yeah. So I thought, I'm going to spot a 30-year-old and a 19-year-old walking in. I'll know who's who, yeah. even if they've even if they <clears throat> stayed the same or changed. Yeah. Two minutes to go. They go, uh, Jamie, we've got an old player um, who, who's joined us in the lounge tonight. I went, oh, great, yeah, Mickey, um, Mickey Hyam, his name was. He played for both Warrington. So I'm thinking, well, 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 well it, 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 like I've got two minutes and then I see these two players come in mm. and they both look the same age. So I went, who's who? Yeah. <laughs> and she went, oh, um, the other player can't make it. So we've got, so now I've gone from interviewing two people who have done research to, to, Three people, and two of which you know I haven't got a clue about. So I'm like going, we well, like that on your phone. Well, I'm no because they, I've got the mic. As yeah. soon as the players walk in, I've got to get them on because they've got other places to go in the stadium. So. What's your favourite colour? <laughs> it was the most. Luckily, I just I told the lads as I was walking to the stage. I told them I went. This is very last minute for me, by the way. I said so if I'm, if. I'm, say something and it's not factually you know spot yeah. on don't throw me under the bus so says i'm just you know I'll, I'll just be respectful if you couldn't help help me out yeah 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 and they were absolutely brilliant the players were, the players were brilliant yeah what did they take the mickey or not did they, no they, they just did help they did help they, they, they you did could help see me. them you just that shutters go down in front of your yeah. eyes but you blank. worked for the bbc for years you must yeah. have interviewed loads of people have you ever landed with anyone last minute the, and thought the, whoa the most last minute, and this is what I teasing about earlier, yeah. was when I got asked to interview Sir Michael Caine. That's big, that. In front of a live audience at Kirkham, not Kirkham Grammar School, is it? Yeah, Kirkham Grammar School. Wow, that's and big. And they'd won, the, a local bookshop had won a competition, some national competition to get Sir Michael Caine to attend the bookshop, do a book signing. But because it was such a small little bookshop, they decided to book a venue instead make it a full event oh and so i found out 24 hours before i don't know who was supposed to be doing the interview but they um they phoned me up said would i be able to we'll send you his biography so you can read it so i had 24 hours yeah. to read it's called something like from elephant's castle or something like that and I read the whole of his autobiography, making notes as I threw it. I yeah. just stayed up all night, read it, read the whole thing. And then I thought, I've got to get there early, got to be prepped for this. So I turned up about five in the afternoon. The event was starting at seven. I turned up at five o'clock. I thought, right, I'm going to go in this back, little back room, get all my thoughts together. And and so I turned up, I said, right, I need to, uh, Steve Royal, I need to introduce Sir Michael. He went, they went, oh yeah, in the back room there. So I walked into a room not much bigger than this and I went, just opened the door and he sat there, isn't he? So Michael Kent in this room, yeah. a stack of books, he's signing the books, he's got there already. Oh, right. He's landed by a helicopter apparently and Never. was signing all these books. Went, all right. And I went, yeah, so Michael, he said, Steve, I'm interviewing. All oh, right, yeah, no, nice one. And, and, and I, I can't do an impression of him, but, but he was so nice, so nice. 
Was he? And the best bit was that there was, oh, I can't even begin to tell you how lovely he was. For someone like me, I'm thinking, this is like a Hollywood god. Yeah, he's massive, isn't he? And I always remember the best story ever. T- t- two things are a real note on the night were, first, before we went introduced on stage, the interview introduced me first to interview, introduce Sir Michael. So I went, as I'm being introduced, I was introduced off stage by someone. Please welcome to stage. He's a radio presenter, an actor. And on the word actor, Sir Michael Ken just looked at me and went, Do you, you're an actor? I said, yeah, I've, I've done it. All right. And his whole attitude to me just like stepped up a level, shook my hand, and he had utmost respect for me and treated me. He was so lovely. And one thing he'd done, in the back of his book, he'd done a recipe a recipes rather because he's yeah. big on his food and he'd done recipes for be- for roasted potatoes so I'd cooked the roasted potatoes the night before creep whilst and I said "Can I?" and he just went alright you ain't plaffed them enough Did uh, he? <laughs> and then chucked him <laughs> Did right. he? I forget that then Sir Michael let's crack on and talk about you and the best quote of it the best the best moment in the interview was when he I asked him a question. I said one of the questions was of all the movies you've worked on, do you have a particular favourite they enjoyed working on? Not necessarily the movie itself. And he went, Oh, without doubt. He says, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. I was working with my best friend Steve Martin. Brilliant film. Right. He said it's, it's all set in the south of France. He says, Beautiful. So it's back in the nineteen eighties, he says, and I don't know if you remember Steve, but back then everyone was going topless. And I went said, I just went, Well, Sir Michael, it didn't really catch on in Kirkham. <laughs> Brilliant. Best line ever. Uh, two things is that you know about introducing him there. I had a fellow, no proper um, master of ceremonies introducing me on, as in the red coat. Oh, yeah. Oh, always. Oh, they're always. And I've worked with this guy loads. So yeah. as soon as he walked in, I went, he went, Jamie, all right, mate. How's it going, Mike? Yeah. You know, so we know each other. Yeah. And he stood there and he goes, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. it's no time for all. <laughs> a very formal introduction. Yeah. This is last week. And he's got his clipboard and he, he's always very well spoken. Mm. He went, great friend of mine. We've worked together on many occasions. Um, you're going in for a right treat. Please welcome. And I thought, he's going so good. He's forgotten my name. <laughs> he's forgotten the name. He's forgotten my name. And that everyone, everyone's had that brain freeze, even if you've yeah, worked yeah. with them. And I, and I, I've started walking towards them and I went, Jamie, uh, please welcome James. And I went, Sutherland. And he just gave me the mic and, he, and he's trying to flip through his flipboard. No, he totally forgot. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. So I, I just had to go, I just went, there you go. My best friend, Mike, there. Cool. Let me tell you this, when the, uh, the last minute changes, because you got uh, you just mentioned Michael Caine, I once should have been interviewing Johnny Herbert. Mm. Remember Johnny Herbert? Yeah, the, the Formula One racing driver. Formula One yeah. and won the 24-hour Le Mans. Oh, right. Okay. So yeah, I yeah, sat yeah. there at my laptop, headset on, note, I've got it four pages. I'm interviewing him the next day. Well, the, not after he'd won the 24 No. <laughs> it's good to say. He'd be knackered, mate. He wouldn't get sent to the And I've got, me, I've got my earphones on and my phone goes. And I pick the phone and he goes, change your plan, Jamie. It's the fella. I went, what? He went, Johnny's going to have a, an operation. I went, I've done four pages here. I know nothing about Formula oh. One. I'm watching on my laptop. I'm watching old YouTube interviews, post-match. Yeah. Even you've got Damon Hill. I went, right. Totally different. So da- I went, right. I don't know anything about Damon Hill either. So Surely the same questions will do, won't they? Well, What's your well, favourite circuit? Well, but Damon Hill and the audience, they're not like, they don't want to waste it on laughter. 
he was quite serious, the loveliest of fellas. And mm. the audience want to hang on every single word and every nook and cranny. They don't want to wait, wait you know, don't want to waste it. They want to know everything. So it's like a very formal interview. So I'm doing it like a bit, you know, very formal. It's not yeah, laugh a yeah. minute at all. Yeah. This fella pops up at the front, doesn't he? Heckles. Right? So catches everyone off guard, catches Dame Hill off guard. Yeah. And I just stood up and I went to Damon. I'll deal with this. Oh, this is my, this is what, this is why I'm And you could see this fellow went, oh, no bad. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And I absolutely slaughtered him for two minutes. And David Hill just went, thanks for that. And shook me hand and we carried on. I went, anyone else? Right, back to the formal interview. Well done. Flipping brilliant. He thought he was just going to have a laugh with some news reporter doing an interview. I thought, mate, I've got these guns. Don't you worry. Don't you really? Brilliant. Hey, what's trending? Because what's trending and typos? We're running. Oh no, we've done typos. Uh, um, we haven't done. No, the we typo. haven't mentioned your typo yet. We've we've only got, look at that. Do Go on, t- do your type. Tell us because it was funny. I witnessed this. So I've yes. So El Baldino, uh, comedy <laughs> magician. We were doing an event Sunday <clears throat> afternoon. I've got a singer on first. El Baldino's the second act on, but I need El Baldino there to set up because there's only a quick break and I can't do anything on the stage because so we need everyone there and I'm getting stressed now because it's like quarter two we're starting at two and he's not through the door yeah so I'm thinking so I just messaged him he's a big lad isn't he yes so I've just I went to say <laughs> are you far mate and I've actually so on his screen in his car it just comes up you fat mate <laughs> send right <laughs> So I'm sat there with my phone, and that's when Mark Crossley looks at my phone, and he went, you haven't. And Mark <laughs> started. Because it was in a group chat, wasn't it? We all saw it. I saw it. It wasn't a group I saw chat. It was. it was. We all saw it. Um, well, how did I see it then? It was your shoulder oh, there. Oh, no. Brilliant. Right, that makes it we worse. Went, you fat, and then mate. I just, I need to you fat, mate. <laughs> And I followed up with far, far, and he and he just replied both. <laughs> Good on him! Oh my oh. word! All right, let's do what's uh. trending. What's trending? What's trending, Steve? One, two, or three? You've got Paul O'Grady, busted Ted Lasso. Whoa. Well, I know very little about Ted Lasso. I've never seen well, it. Paul O'Grady. I never worked with Just Paul pick a number and then we'll do the thing. Okay. Um, I'll go two. Two is busted. Oh, that'll be them again. Oh, there we go. Don't know why that's unbelievable. not... Unbelievable. I'm silent again. Very busy. Um, yeah. Two's busted. But we will start off with Paul O'Grady. Passed away this week. I know. Now, unbelievable. It's, it's very sad, actually. I, I mean, I, I must have met him at some point. I'm, I'm almost sure... Uh, but I don't recall it. Let's just say that. But all I can, all I've heard is just love. The very demanding wife of mine. Um, I I just heard every, I've not seen any negative comment about Paul O'Grady. No, I've never seen a more wide, widely spread. loved and respected. Yeah. Uh, what an absolute brilliant fan. And there's a lovely, there's a lovely um, clip that you've got to look at where he slates the Tory government <laughs> in a massive yes. way at the start of one of his programmes. Yeah. And, it, and he almost says it like, I'm sure this will be edited, but he just goes off this tirade and it's, you can't argue with any of it. He's no, just he's absolutely brilliant. brilliant. So yeah, very, very sad that. Brilliant. Very sad. Um, uh, we're busted. 
but back on tour. I thought. I know. I, I mean, I don't know how knackered old. they looked when I saw them. How they look now? But it's brilliant. They've recreated. Do you remember the original busted poster or the one that most popular is? They're on a police lineup, like the Usual Suspects. Oh yeah, and they've got the little lines on the walls, you know, to show the yeah. lights. And the three of them have they recreated, and recreated it now, and that's obviously the same height, but just a little bit wider, perhaps. Right, and different. Obviously, they're aged. They've aged. Of course, some yeah. of them have aged more than others. Like it's got to be hard, and it to be. A, busted, it? You want to go your own way, but you just <coughs> always. Yeah. Going, people just want that old stuff. I get excited people. about any of these things. I think I it's like brilliant them. when bands come back. I, I remember watching the uh, the documentary about um, Steps, <clears throat> right? When they were making a reunion, oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. they fought the cameras follow them, and it was it was interesting. And as well, it's saying to go back when they wanted it, Monty Python, and they filmed that, didn't they? So I think when people want to go back mm. to bring old bands or old groups yeah, back, yeah. yeah. Is always is yeah, always yeah. Uh, even that, I went to go and see Monty Python in the, the arena. I got tickets, right, to see it. And it's now even now, I think how lucky was I? I, I saw Monty Python, especially from my age, because growing up, obviously in the in the seventies when they were doing the you know sixties and seventies when they were form form you know formulating the, Monty Python. There was nothing new though, was there? It was all recreated. No, it was all recreated, but it was, it was absolutely brilliant. Classic. It was way routine, better than I expected. Was it? Way way better. Did you watch the documentary? Yeah, I've seen the document. I've seen, I've seen loads of stuff. I'm, I'm a massive Monty Python fan, so yeah, yeah. Cool. That's again. If you had to ask me, who in my I've I've saw a couple of years ago. I saw Eric Idle live at the Comedy Store in Manchester in such an intimate little venue. Did you? Yeah, and it was brilliant because just before he's finished, he sang a song called "You Stiff Stick Your Selfie Up Your Backside," so so to speak. Yeah? Stick your selfie. Yeah. Which is a brilliant tactical ploy by anyone who doesn't want people hassling him for selfies after. Because he basically he's... sang about, if you want selfies, you're an idiot. You're oh, classic. And so he sang this song, and it was a jovial, so you can stick your selfie up. Your, so no one's going to ask him for the selfie now. So no one bothered him afterwards. Brilliant. Very brilliant. clever, isn't it? But I've always wanted to meet, if you say, which idol in my life, two people, Sting, I've always wanted to meet Sting, yeah. and Michael Palin. Right. From the Monty Python. Yeah. Love to Michael Palin. I go Michael Palin, not Sting. Uh, And Ted Lasso. But Sting is at uh, uh, Lytham Festival this year. Is he? So I might. Make sure I don't go to that. I've actually put it in my diary. Make sure. Oh, mate, it's brilliant. Um, Ted Lasso Lasso was trending because Series 3 has just launched. See, I've never seen it. I've never watched it. uh, I get the concept of it. And it's very popular, isn't it? Well, I can get a word in. I will explain. Okay. Apple TV mm. is free for six months. I don't know if it's free for everyone. Uh, oh, you think you just, just just you, you think? You think well, no, because you get you your, your email, email promotion. Just, so I don't know if it's going to be there. just you, do you think? Possibly. Uh, so I gave it a go. Yeah. It's funny. Funny. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think I'd go to series two. It gets very... It's a football story. Reminds me a bit of... Um, Footballers, housewives, all them years ago. Do you remember uh, that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but then occasionally descends into Hollyoaks in terms of the acting and story. So is, and it, the plot. is it not real laugh out loud? Then he's very good as the. I can't okay. think of his name. The guy, the main. Ted, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's very good. But <laughs> you can't think of the name. Ted Lasso, that program. Ted Lasso. What's the name of the guy who's the coach? It, so, but it's uh, series one is well worth a watch. Right, but I can okay. just imagine it's just going to roll on. Um, mm. I might give it a second one. So that's why. Right. He was trending. Steve, 
Yeah. We got through very little of what we planned. Yeah. But we, that means most of next week's show has been written. We'll discuss when is a chip, not a chip, next week. Um, and also, we'll discuss the burn issue of the week, our midlife crisis that we never really got into discussing this week. Yeah. Okay. Well, why don't we ask that as a question and people can be giving people a week's notice? Yeah. Let us know on all the socials what is your midlife crisis? What are you doing at the moment you thought you'd never perhaps do in your life? All look forward or to. Or maybe it's just something, maybe you're doing something to recapture your youth. Maybe yeah. you've taken up, I don't know, skydiving in your old age. And to mid, quote, middle age. To quote Steve. Early, late age. Uh, uh, is a wedge. Uh, to say to wedge, can that go in the category Well, of that's what I asked you. Yeah. I said, is is surely a wedge is just a chip cut in a different way? And yet you give it a totally different name, but it's just a chip, in it? And they increase the price. But, Steve, as we go into spring stroke summer, yep. what should people be wearing this weekend? Well, it's unsettled this weekend with variable colours and textures in the north, but longer spells of galoshes and occasional Gore-Tec in southern and central areas for a change. Cotton under wool on Sunday with patchwork across rural areas. Cardigans and hoodies easing through the day. And a few cotton spells possible later in the day as well. Next week should begin denim heavy with outbreaks of chino and cargo pants, skirt lengths shortening as the week continues with a few isolated middies. Shoe state, trainer to hiker, underwear, go-go to no-go, and that's your clothing. And that's your show. See you next week.